podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to the Bear Den. I'm Matt Working. As always, Joe Goodman's here with me. But Joe, we have some guests. Why don't you introduce our guests we have with us today? Absolutely, yeah. You are normally, or pretty much, yeah, always joined by me. This is like, what, our 119th episode, I think? Yes, yes. This is like 119 of these things together. And for the third, I believe it's either the third or the fourth out of that grand amount, we are welcome once again as we have a butt preview week to have the talking tech pod with us today. That's right. We've got both Steven and Tristy. Like, I think this is the, this might be the second or first time that we've had both of you on. There's always like one of you always has like a major life event, like a wedding or something. That's <laughs> apparently more important than podcasting that you have going on, but we have the talking tech pod again. We're going to talk Texas tech and realignment today. Steven, Tristan, welcome. Thank you, man. Uh, always fun to join the Bear Den Pod, especially on what is 806 Day, uh, what we like to celebrate uh, in West Texas. Uh, it is also Joey McGuire's birthday, so this is just the perfect time to talk to you guys. It Stephen's very close to West Texas right now. Matt Rouge is also arguably a West it, Texas town. Well, you know so. what they say. It's all West Texas. <laughs> it, yeah, it's all West Texas. I saw today that apparently Maui is mm-hmm. West Texas as well. That has been, that has been yep. recently claimed. No, we, uh, we claim pretty much everything. I, I I know it's it's always a pleasure being a guest, but you know since we're racking up the numbers, we 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 could probably just claim like the in law suite at this point, right? On the oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you guys, the all of the settings in the guest room are to your default. Perfect. Thank you For so sure. much. You're a gracious host. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it, it'll be the same thing when basketball rolls around. You know, hey. So. How was y'all's guys' week? Any any news happened in the world in college football? Uh, we were we were talking about this pre-pod, but we recorded a, a solid hour twenty of realignment talk uh, prior to this that we just released on our podcast feed. But uh, yeah, man, it's been uh, a week full of no working and all being glued to your phone. Tristan and I's marriages are on the rocks. Uh, it's really just been tough. Yeah, I, I guys, my I've been total millennial. My my face has been glued. I I legit do not want to look at my Twitter usage hours because oh, I think I'd be deeply disturbed myself. Are you doing what I did? And just you were like, I was like switching back between following and for you because it was it's just yes. like slightly different. <laughs> yes, I was I doing like something. I was doing like Twitter, and then I would jump on over to like the Arizona two four seven board. To see what yeah. those guys are saying, and then back onto Twitter. So it's like, yeah, the, my phone for for probably ten days now since Colorado, it's been mm-hmm. like the ODB Discord, just <laughs> like two or three group chats, and then and then Twitter just constantly buzzing. And like I had been, I had done really good this summer. Like since since probably like basketball ended. Like I just haven't been as active as I normally. I, I probably still am like top one percent activity on twitter and i just think i'm not active um but like when the colorado news like hit i got like pulled full back in like and I, I just remember friday my wife got home from work and i said i said i might have to step away 
to do a podcast or to write a story real quick. We're we're going to take down the Pac-12. And she looked at me and was like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's Dude, like, are my- you going to be able to like, is, is it like an emergency to where you're not going to be able to like help with the baby? And I'm like, well, no, of course, like I will help with the baby that will take priority. But if he's fine, I might step away. <laughs> she's like, all right, whatever you're weird. Dude. I don't care. I legit the same thing in my house, man. If my if my wife hears one more thing about any of this, <laughs> she's going to lose her mind. And I I like I'm always like, hey babe, can I tell you one more thing? Can I, please, I need to tell. I have to tell somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's no part like I didn't want to tell her much because she doesn't care, and I know that. So the one thing I told her is like, hey, get ready. In the next couple of years, we're going to Colorado and making a trip. That's yeah, that's what you. I told her. <laughs> good play sir yeah yeah Matt, your daughters jumping up and down over this no no like i would they'd hear me react like i would on my phone i'd be like i'd be like oh my god and they'd go what and i would just be like you don't care so i was like <laughs> not gonna go into it because i'd be speaking chinese so just <laughs> doesn't concern you You're, taylor swift's doing a show in waco i'm playing no arizona's <laughs> coming to the big 12 speaking of like Taylor Swift is like she opened like more tour dates like oh, yeah. next year in New Orleans. So like we're already registered for like tickets for next year. <laughs> Good luck to you, sir. We saw one of the shows in Houston and uh it was it was kind of a honeymoon uh, deal. Like it was part one of the honeymoon. We're going to see uh, Taylor Swift. It's it's a great show, I will say. She, no, she's she went to the one in Arlington. Like we've already gone. <laughs> Was this on the docket? Was this on the show notes? Yeah, yeah, Taylor Swift. Yeah, I forgot. Priority one. On I, I have a a fourteen year old Swifty daughter. It's always on the docket. Well, that, <laughs> look, look, look. Let's be Reagan McGuire designed a dress that she wore. She's you know, yeah. so, so she must she must be a Texas Tech fan. We had to throw you guys. Ta- yeah, Taylor Taylor Swift is a Texas Tech fan confirmed. Yes, yeah. locked yeah. in. Absolutely. All right. So for if you haven't out there listened to the wonderful like talking tech pod that's covered this or the our daily podcast and you know bared in crossover that already talked about this we had realignment last week after the news the week before that colorado was coming over to the big 12 the pact uh the pac 12 has essentially disintegrated oregon and washington went to the big 10 which caused a chain reaction or depending on who you asked it had already occurred um arizona arizona state and utah are also joining the big 12 so now we've got the coveted four corner schools the schools that I think most Big 12 fans since about 2012, there's so many 12s in this damn <laughs> conversation, um, have uh, have coveted. Like, these are all the teams that I think we're, we've all just been sitting there like, hey, if we expand, this is this is the realistic goal. This is what we should go out and get. Um, Steven, I want to hear from you. What? Who are you most excited about? And, like, who do you think is going to be the thorn in the side for Texas Tech the most? Um, I mean, I think going back to like the old, the 1950s and the border conference days, it's, it's fun to be reunited with the Arizona schools. I think from a Texas tech fans perspective, um, it's also from just a person being a guy who wants to go to these away stadiums. Uh, Colorado is a big, uh, a big one for me. Um, I, I, you know, I'm thrilled with all of them to be quite honest with you. Twitter's a different story than the actual fan bases themselves. Um, I guess I would probably say the Arizona schools are what I'm most hyped about just because they bring in a different state, you know, two schools, two flagship universities from that state. Um, and just a lot of fun, big, big fan base is a lot of fun. 
Yeah, I think Arizona is up there for me, especially because of the basketball side of things too. Mm-hmm. And I think I think they're going to be just like competitive in football. Like they're yeah. they don't they, I don't think they're going to like regularly threaten for like winning the championship, but they're never going to be like Kansas bad, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, Utah, I think will be good at, at football, but I'm really excited to watch how bad they are at basketball. <laughs> it's yeah, it's going to be brutal for Utah and probably Colorado basketball as well. It's probably going to be tough. Yeah, and UCF, they, they they can just go play a little threesome like with themselves. <laughs> Tristy, yeah. Tristy, has, has there been anybody that you're like not excited about? Me, like uh, uh, that I'm just bummed out that they're coming. Honestly, just, like, you're like, uh, like I don't know. I feel like that's kind of how we are with U of H, where it's just like, uh, fine, they can come. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so we're, we're talking about the four new schools: that's Cincinnati, UCF, and uh, uh, Houston and BYU, right? That's yeah, the yeah, yeah, that's news, the right? four new. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The Big 12's expanded. 12 That's old news at this point. Um, no, dude, honestly, probably Arizona State. Like, not I which is weird because from the outside looking in, I feel like they 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 immediately fit in really well with the Big 12 culturally and all that. But their leadership has really been buzz kills, man. And they're they just I expected more passion from the fan base. I obviously it's Twitter, it doesn't reflect the real world, but for a school that size, you know, and it's, it's it's got solid branding. Like, where's the excitement, guys? Like, what what's going on? Yeah, I haven't. I've rarely seen anything really from, with the exception of like affiliated Colorado accounts. I haven't seen a ton of them, and I've seen almost no Arizona State stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's my exactly it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely none at all. Matt, did you see the did you see the latest comments yesterday from from the Arizona State brass? Yeah, and it just illustrates like the president, he just doesn't care about athletics. Or <laughs> and he doesn't understand technology. <laughs> so I worked I used to work for a company and one day he went to go um he, he went to go buy a television at Best Buy. All right. While he was walking in, there was a person in the parking lot that was selling a projector and like projector screen out of his trunk and convinced the guy that owned the company that I worked for to buy this. He was an older guy. He didn't quite understand technology, but instead of like, he didn't quite make it into the door of Best Buy and ended up buying like a very crappy piece of technological equipment. And that's what the Arizona state uh, president came off to me as yesterday with his Star Trek comments. Yeah. He's uh he's just going to figure out about 10 years from now that NIL's a thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, that guy, that guy is way out of the loop here. Uh, and for a school like Arizona state who has a massive student body, like a massive fan base, a massive alumni base. I mean, they could be awesome in athletics if their leadership just gave a shit. And yeah. I apologize for cursing if that's not cool on this pod, but nah, uh, yeah, it's, oh, no. it, it's just like We're pro cursing here. I, I, I just I, I just have to laugh that like schools like San Diego State, UCF, Houston, and Cincinnati have been selling their souls to get to this position. And Arizona State is about to sleepwalk their way into a power three. They're conference. getting dragged. Yeah. They're, They're getting like, dragged no. by Arizona to come over. <laughs> They're sitting here. They're already talking about like, I don't want to fly to Morgantown. <laughs> I don't want to go there. 
Just a complete cheap shot at West Virginia over there. That like, no, no chance of all the, the thing that they the are world. most known for. I think at the moment, like the the most recent thing that most college football fans have in their head about Arizona State is Herm Edwards getting fired on the field. Like that's the most memorable thing that you've done recently was firing your coach in the end zone after a game. Yeah, there's another angle of this. So like Arizona State has a cornerbacks coach by the name of Brian Carrington. <laughs> so Brian Carrington, I'm sure y'all are familiar with. Very. He's like the genesis of the, the cactus emoji for mm-hmm. Texas Tech. And then Arizona also uses the cactus emoji. So there's a whole like three-way going on between this whole cactus emoji, Texas Tech, Arizona, Arizona State. Sounds hot. Dynamic. <laughs> I, I'm glad you brought that up because I want to know if Arizona comes to you guys. And it's like we've we're we're in the desert, not the not the funny ironic desert that you're in, <laughs> and and also like these cactuses are o- they only grow here yeah. <laughs> in our desert. Oh yeah, yeah well, stop just using the emoji. The I know the answer is you're not going to stop using it, but I just want to no. know if you guys have gotten to like in your in your grand collective Texas Tech meetings where you go and you and you discuss how you're going to work things as fans on Twitter. Have you guys, do you have a company line yet for, for how you're defending your, your cactus emoji? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there are, there's no rules when it comes to love and memes. So it's yeah. it, the war. If they, they want to declare war, all bets are off with the meme warfare because we're, we're just going to do the cactus even bigger than, you know, you, you don't want to push. We're like a toddler. You don't want to, oh, yeah. you don't want to tell yeah, us yeah, what yeah. to Get do. Get a bigger, bigger emoji. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're, we're going to add You guys are already cactus. selling it on like official merch, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Our yeah. president was wearing a cactus polo the other day. So, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I mean, Joey, Joey McGuire had a meeting with his yeah. team that said, hey, all of you need to tweet out the cactus emoji, like right now, to the entire football team. And that's how this whole thing got started. So, because of Brian Carrington's stupid, yeah, whatever rant or whatever he said about being in the desert. Yeah, yeah. he was he was mad that, that, yeah, he was mad that TCU lost a recruit to Texas Tech and started tweeting out, subtweeting basically this recruit that said, hey, you know, why would you want to go play in the desert over there? And no that's how there now. Yeah. And yeah, now yeah. And then he left almost immediately after to go to Arizona State. Yeah, he had to leave and go to a, a geography class. He had to go learn about climates. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I, I love this goddamn conference so much. Like mm. I've been I, I I hated Utah fans. Um until they they like until it finally happened and they accepted it and they're like, all right, fine. And now they've they seem pretty fun and playful. I, I've, I'm coming around on the, I'm on the pig bus. I want to meet the pig bus, dude. I, I've, I've loved how like into it they are. Like how, um, like oh, we don't want to go there. But I think it's mostly just because they're winning so much right now that they don't want to screw it up. But yeah. I think they're going to immediately turn that energy right into Big Twelve fans. I've already, yeah, I love the commitment to the bit. I've <laughs> yeah. already seen also like a lot of them being like, "Yo, Big Twelve fans, like they love like football, like," mm-hmm. and it's not like I'm sure it's a completely different dynamic dealing with. And also, like most Big Twelve fan bases, we're extremely online. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> we very much are terminally, especially like Iowa State, like Texas Tech. I mean, those those fan bases, like they they hop on things quick. Yeah. I have on multiple occasions been at a Baylor game and had somebody say, "You're Joe Goodman from Twitter," and I'm like, <laughs> this, is, "This is weird." <laughs> 
the weird, yeah. the most surreal moment for me was like meeting. This is a Texas Tech fan base. I mean, probably more people know, but like meeting Maddie Nomeo in person for yeah. the first time. I was just like, oh my god, you're you're the guy. Hey, meeting you in person, I was yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next, whenever I see you in Waco, Joe, I'm gonna say you're Joe from Twitter. That's how I'm gonna refer <laughs> to you. Like, that's your whole name. No, like I'm not kidding. Like I, st- it was two years ago. It was the first time it happened. I was standing in the concession line at McLean for a game. I was gonna get a corn dog. Shout out, Meta's Bear. Um, and somebody <laughs> tapped me on the shoulder and goes, "Joe," and I was like, "I, I have never seen you before in my entire life. Like your, your facial construction has no storage whatsoever in my memory." And they were like, "It's so and so from Twitter," and I was like. Oh, hi. (laughs) This is a this is a physical world crossover that I never expected to happen. (laughs) So, uh, but yeah, no, Utah's been Utah's been a lot of fun. um, And they and they very much have been talking about how like this is this isn't what we expected, but they still think they're going to run a rough shot through this conference. So Baylor has a job to do this year in week two and beat the (laughs) snot out of them. But that's I'm using this as a segue. Because you guys also have a job to do with a realignment team in week two. Because you guys are facing off against the Oregon Ducks. We'll talk about that in your schedule a little bit later, if you guys weren't aware. But Texas Tech, big non-con game this year. But let's talk, let's take a step back from there. Like, high level, Tristy, what does success look like for the Texas Tech Red Raiders this year on the football field? Oh, um, honestly, just continue, continuing down the foundation that's been built. Um, the team's actually getting a lot of hype this year. Um, I, I obviously I'm really excited about that. I'm glad that we're finally getting some belief again and add some excitement to the season. Um, it's been a really long time since that happened. Um, but honestly, success, I think is eight wins again. I, I, I think that's a successful season to hang your hat on. Um, and anything above that is just extra credit in my, in my head. Steven. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I tend to agree and say eight or nine wins is kind of the, the expectation for Texas tech. It's not the ceiling, but it's the expectation. Um, this is kind of uh, waters we haven't been in, in a long time here at Texas tech, uh, getting preseason high potential top 25 preseason poll love. Um, it seems like guys like Shehan Jayaraja love us. You know, it's, it's, it's weird <laughs> because we haven't really experienced this since I think 2013, 14 was like mm-hmm. the last time we were getting like Davis Webb hype train. And then we went four and eight and it was like, <laughs> so it's, uh, it's fun getting this recognition and getting this hype. Uh, but you know, I think just continuing to build the foundation is the most important thing here. Matt, where did you pick Texas tech to finish in your media poll this year? Uh, third place. Third place. Oh. I picked them to finish third place as well. Y'all are so, boys. We, we, I knew I we are high on the Raiders we're, and Red. We've, we, we have this joke like we're the, the most like pro tech Baylor podcast. You can listen <laughs> yeah. to We might it. be the, the most pro tech <laughs> to Baylor fans. Yeah. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all just can't keep your mind off the butt, baby. That's it. Is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I like big butt. You got your hands all over that butt. I, I'll tell you what, a big, I'm part a butt of man. Me, so. <laughs> A big part of it for me is like I really like rowdy, fun, ridiculous, stupid fan bases. Like I, I like I like Iowa State for that. I know there's a lot of Baylor fans who hate Iowa State. I like Iowa State. I like their fans. They have fun. I, I let things just roll off my back, man. It's really hard to offend me. So like 
I can, no. I can I can take the jabs and have fun with them. And I think when people figure when they figure out that you're like, you can take it, you're not going to like freak out and get upset over some meme. They're a lot of no. fun to hang out with. And that's like tech. And so last year for me was super refreshing because like you said, like 2014 or whatever, like Davis Webb hype train, then you go four and eight. And then you've got the greatest football player probably who's ever existed on the face of the planet. And your defense just constantly fails him. And it's about time that there's like this, like this inkling of, Hey, could we be back? Could we be back to being the teams we were in the leech days when, you know, we didn't necessarily care about winning a national championship. It would have been nice, but we wanted to ruin Oklahoma's day. And like, I feel like you guys are, are back to that as a fan base, which is, it's quite nice. It's quite fun to interact with. Yeah. I mean, what, what you're saying is correct, except the mentality is different because Joey McGuire isn't just out here to beat Texas or to beat Oklahoma. He's out here to like actually win a conference championship and focus on that. I think there have been past uh, tenures that have, you know, just kind of wanted to get the big win or whatever to get the fan base riled up this, this coach and this, staff just has a different mentality altogether on actually making Texas Tech a potential power and winning games and winning championships here in Lubbock. Yeah, I'm going to leapfrog off of that. I think that was a good way to put it. I do think the the mentality has shifted a bit. Obviously, the core of being just the rowdy, obviously you want to upset and just go crazy is still there. Um, But I think we finally have a, I think our athletic department is finally in the mentality of building a program the right way, like from the foundation up. Um, and not just try to out scheme the opponent. Like that's obviously what we've been known for for forever, right? Um, through the the maybe outside of Matt Wells, you know, uh, Kingsbury and Leach. That's what that was their thing. We're gonna out scheme the opponent. Um, but now I think we finally have a guy that's no, we're going to out recruit our opponent. We're gonna actually build football teams now. And I just think it's it's been a big shift in the uh, direction the football program is going. And I really like it. It's about, it's about the time where we start competing for big 12 championships. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't think there's anybody in this conference that isn't excited when they, when they see Joey, Joey McGuire interacting with things. And then also like, oh, let's be honest, isn't like a little bit like looking out of the side, like, like, yeah, is, ugh, you know, we're all kind of looking over our shoulders a little bit being like, like Joey, calm down. Just, just, just slow it down a little bit. Um, oh, like no, what he I, said, I'm they're... very high. I know Matt. You, Matt, why were, I'm... why are you high on tech? Like, what's the you you picked them at three? Um, I did too. What's, what's your thing there? I, I like their quarterback situation. I mean, talking about the best Joey, quarterback like, room in the country. That's another thing about like Joey is one to get away from himself. Just like what he said, like defensive lost the first round draft pick, but the defensive line is going to be is better. So, but I mean, he could be right. I mean, he, he knows the team. A lot of it is he's a great like hype man and everyone loves him. People at Baylor, they still love Joey McGuire. Mm-hmm. And so like, I just think they are going to be, I like the way they're, the games that they have, especially early on. I like what Joey's doing with the defensive side of the ball. I think they're going to be a, a improved defense than they were last year, returning the offensive line. Is gonna have to is bound to be like a positive sign. So, and I'm a big believer in like Kitley. I think he's one of the best offensive play callers and offensive um, coordinators in future head coach. So, I think they're gonna take another step this year. Do you guys think if uh, Keatley gets a a head coaching job 
that your next OC is Garrett McGuire? <laughs> he very well, he very well could be. I mean, I'm I'm hoping Zach Kidley at least stays three, four more years. That may be a pipe dream, but uh, we'll see how year two goes. I think actually some of the Texas Tech fans were a little underwhelmed with how the offense worked last year, despite you know how many points we scored or whatever. Um, there were certain play calls that you didn't really understand. There were a lot of just the the way that we approached having three different quarterbacks play all the time last year was a little a little wild for some fans to to try to take in but um no i year two anytime you retain all of your coordinators basically your entire staff is a good thing um and you return i think 11 players on offense and a, a decent amount on defense but um yeah it's it, it's an exciting time coaching staff wise and just with the current players that we have. Did y'all see um speaking of quarterbacks, the uh, like Tyler Shucks, whenever he was asked about playing in the Pac 12 versus playing in the, the Big 12. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, he, may be, he may be the Stanford. best quarterback in the Big 12. All, I don't know. He he was like nerds. <laughs> 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 what he I mean he actually like has a legitimate taste at this. And I yeah. mean the schools that he called out specifically, he called out Stanford and Cal. Hey, their fan base doesn't show up for their home games. A big it's surprise. Because they're like, at the beach, man. They're at the beach. Yeah, they're, you know, you know they NorCal beaches. There. Everybody goes to NorCal beaches. <laughs> exactly. They have so many better things to do with their projects on going to the moon and you know, it's curing diseases and everything. <laughs> yeah. They don't really it doesn't really matter to yeah. sports hey, or whatever. Nerd, go to the game, quit working on science. <laughs> <laughs> We got we got we got things called numbers in football. I saw Oppenheimer. I saw what you guys did last time you guys did science. <laughs> Dude, how how ludicrous is it that the University of California is being left out in the cold? Like say that in a vacuum, you know, don't don't add the context of what Cal is, but just say that in a vacuum that the, the University of California is no longer yeah, I mean, player. I guess technically that is the flagship state university. Like, yeah, they yeah. are the University of Texas at Austin. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Wow. And Stanford's like the most successful athletic department of all time. And yeah, they are, but it doesn't like Stanford has like they just like they're sitting on a trillion dollars right now. They, <laughs> they also play sports no one else plays. Like they play like. Some wild non like Olympic yeah. sport, or like Olympic nice, sports. Nice I, I saw there was an article that somebody called out by Pat Ford today where he was talking about how this this might have knock on implications on the U.S. Olympic teams because of how it's going to affect the Olympic sport athletes. And I saw a Baylor fan brought up like, hey, you didn't say anything about like the four, you know, our four because he was talking about like some some different Olympic sports. He was like, well, I didn't hear you talking about this when like uh quarter mile you at Baylor was like maybe going to be going away when that stuff went down and he was like naming other big 12 schools that like or like Oklahoma State with wrestling and like stuff like that and I was just sitting there like huh it is interesting that Pat Ford cares about the Olympic sports now that Stanford's being left out in the cold considering his daughter just finished her career as a swimmer uh, at Stanford um yeah. interesting yeah. Yeah. interesting play that school there works. that sucks yeah. nerds don't play your school yeah so yeah. I am I am all in favor of just breaking football away from everything else and then all the other sports just going back to like the Southwest Conference returns for everything but football. As long as we're included. Yeah. I'm all for yeah. it. Yeah, I don't care. Jay, do y'all think that's what's next? Do y'all do y'all think that that's the next step in realignment? Like we've we've seen oh, the last yeah. of the big bombs, maybe outside of the ACC, probably suffering the same fate as the pack. Maybe not to quite the same extent, but um, do y'all think that's next? 
Yeah, I do. I think, and I think it might even go beyond that. Like we may see a day where it's literally just, if you're not in the SEC or the, or the big 10, then you're just in some other, like, you know, tier two level, um, that 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 might be what it ends up being and it might just it what we may end up seeing is like nbc may not even be involved in this it might just be like it you know it's not the afc and the nfc it's like the espn conference versus the the fox conference well also it's like they haven't set the rules for the the new playoff after the... yeah technically the pac-12 is still in a5 they as so, long as they get to i think six teams they have to well, have i'm six. just saying even like they have like the six championships and the six auto qualifiers that may be only for the 24 season because 25 it's a brand new contract yeah i mean and they could yeah they could change it be like we're just that. gonna have so 12 at large bids that keeps that and mm-hmm. then you know four going to the big 10 four going to the sec so then there's four spots for everyone else yeah yeah, do y'all, do y'all think the Big 12 did a, a good enough job to keep our seat at the table? Do you think uh, – I think I, I think it's safe to say that we're a part of the Super 3. I'm not saying it's the same as – Yeah, the we are solidly SEC, in third place. Yeah, yeah think, and did, yeah. Do, you think, do you think we're forced into those conversations now? Yeah, I, th- I do. As I think, a, like a near equal partner? For I the think time being, I do. Because of – like I heard Bud Elliott talk about this, about because of the strong basketball conference, those other – like the Big 10 – the SEC, they they both love the NCAA tournament. You're not going to have an NCAA tournament without Kansas and Arizona and Baylor and Texas Tech and teams like that. And so, like, you've kind of hooked yourself with basketball. You're tied yourself to those big two conferences. Yeah, but, like, if they if just football breaks away and basketball remains in the same sort of system. Yeah. Um, if, ju- if football breaks away as far as, like, we have – it's our own thing. It's separate. Mm. Um, they've done a good job right now to set yourselves up to to be included. I would hope I think, so for now. You, for Utah, now. I mean, that's a two-time Pac-12 champion. I mean, so, I mean, that – and then what was already there. It's a strong football conference f- for the most part. Um, so I think they've done a good job. And, I mean, the thing about, like Joe always says, you got to do – you know, it's, now it's about, like, winning. Now you yeah, have to actually you gotta perform. win now. You gotta win now, mm-hmm. be in the top twenty-five, be top have top fifteen teams, things like that to, to make yourself. We need to viable. go win a natty. We we the yeah. big twelve needs to find a way to win a natty. That's, okay, fine. We'll do it. Yeah. Whatever. If, if you guys if we as must. long as it's not TCU, as, I, I don't <laughs> care. As long as it's not TCU, any one of you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. How did they do the last natty they were in? <laughs> you know, I don't think it was great, to be honest with you. I didn't watch a lot of it, but final score, not great. Man, I, I would have hated to have TCU season. Man, <laughs> I would hate I would have hated that. <laughs> you know what? I think part of you would. It's, yeah, it's heartbreaking, but come on. <laughs> yeah, but they got nothing. They got nothing. Dude, the, we, we went to the championship in basketball, and we lost that, and it was a whole thing. But we still remember those final four games very yeah, but fondly. You, no, but you, get, you were a State. regional champion. You were you yeah. got a regional championship trophy, yeah, for yeah. winning in the Elite Eight. But TCU yeah. beat Michigan in what was that? What, what, what the Cotton okay, Bowl? They won a Fiesta Bowl, but they didn't win the conference. Fiesta. They didn't win the national title. It's true. And, and like I would agree with you if they hadn't lost to Kansas State in that game, but you lost in the two most yeah. important games. That's true. They they take away no hardware. Well, I guess they took away the Fiesta Bowl, but I mean, <laughs> overall yeah, kind of like, funny. I don't for like wear a really I don't wear season. my 2019. Astros AL champion shirt. Because why not? All I, do is I think about why not? The world. <laughs> I still wear. I'm surprised I didn't wear my Liberty Bowl champion shirt from two years ago. <laughs> I freaking love that shirt. 
Like I, I, I'll I'll put it out here on paper. I'm sure a UCF fan will listen to this and play it forever. But like I don't like I don't own any Fiesta Bowl stuff from when we lost the Fiesta Bowl to them. Like you just I want to forget about it. I don't care. <laughs> um, true. but let's talk, let's talk about games. Yeah, let's talk about played yet. Yeah, I guess. Um, so I'll show you guys. I have my green book where I I've been manually writing in all of our picks right. so Thank far you. this year. Big so podcast Tristan, guy. Tristan, you weren't on yet. But when Steven got on, I told him uh, what our records were so far for tech. I will keep it a secret for any tech fans that might listen. Um, but we have been doing picks all summer long on all the teams. This is our final show doing season picks before we get to the last one, which which will, of course, be Baylor closing it out. So we have already picked eight of your 12 games this year. Um, the only conference game that we haven't picked for you guys is the Baylor game. And then the other three games are, of course, your non-cons because we would have no reason to pick what Wyoming, Oregon, and Tarleton they're going to be doing on their year. Um, but you know, so that'll just mean it's quick. Like maybe we won't give as much feedback. But I want to hear, I want to hear your thoughts on all the games. We'll just run through all twelve. I want to get y'all's picks. We'll see where we sit um, and compare it to like kind of where Matt and I had you guys. Like we said, we both picked you to pick uh, picked you to finish finish third in the conference this year. Just for just for everybody to be aware, I picked Texas and Kansas State as my one and two. Um, I think Matt, you were somewhere in the same as well. So we'll be yeah. able to see. We'll be able to compare what our records were. Do they match up? Are they better? Are they worse? But let's dive in. Steven, I'm going to start with you. You guys kick off the year. All right. Week one, 7.30 p.m. This one already has a time. You're going to be on Paramount Plus. All right. But you're going to be playing in Laramie, Wyoming at War Memorial Stadium. At least it won't be hot facing off against the Wyoming Coyotes. Steven, does Texas Tech start off 1-0? Yes, Texas Tech starts off 1-0, but I will say Wyoming may give us a little bit of a scare. Um, first game jitters, first game of the season, you're playing in an away stadium. Um, I do think it's not going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be potentially a one to two score game uh, there when we're looking at the final score here. But uh, yeah, ultimately, I think you take care of business. Um, I'm not sure how Wyoming did last year, but I don't think it was fantastic. I think it was very average. Um, but, you know, anytime you're starting off away uh, with a new team, it's it's a little bit of a little bit of first game jitters. So um, I will I, I'd probably say we win by two touchdowns, um, but a little underwhelming start to the season. Not saying that's going to be the team as a total, but uh, definitely for the first game, you know, uh, rocky start, but still get the dub. Matt Workman, Tech or Wyoming? Um, also, I think Tech's, Tech gets upset here. This is a... Uh, oh, you're taking Wyoming. Well, wow. My method... I have a methodology while I do things. He does have a methodology, yes. So like, he chases, he chases, uh, he chases I, records. I start with the record. <laughs> this is rage bait. I start he's with like, the record. He's like, I got to fit a record. <laughs> I have a record in my head, and I got to fill it in. Uh, but I think because Oregon's week two, there may be a, a little bit of like we're looking ahead to Oregon. We're going on the road. Wyoming, they were like seven and six last year, but they are a tough team. They play a certain style of football, and I just may be a little bit of a look ahead going on with the, the Red Raiders. All right. So we got we got an upset. Tristan McGonagall, tell me. Tell me you're more sane than Matt is here. Guys, I thought the we, I thought the first game was the butt butt bowl. I thought that's why we were on here. Is it not the butt bowl? <laughs> but um no this is a game I'm uh, that I think you just want to get in and out of. 
I think it's going to be a pretty scary game. I, I actually, I'm actually not, not uh, angry at Matt because I think that's, I think that's actually a pretty, you can, you can, you can reasonably say that you can get upset there because I think that place is going to be rocking. You know, they're going to try, they, they obviously they're going to try really hard to knock off the P5 team, probably a ranked P5 team. Um, but I'm with Steven. I think we win by 10 to 14 points. Uh, I think you just get in, get out. Like in the fourth quarter, we start to break it open a bit. I think you guys are all crazy. (laughs) I do. I think I Josh Allen isn't flying to go play for his alma mater. (laughs) Um, So I I think it's going to be a tech blowout. I think I think as as fired up as you guys think everybody else is going to be. This is a Joey McGuire team. They are not going to be thinking about Oregon. They are going to be so excited to play the sport of football. Like he's got all these kids like. He, they're working their asses off right now. He's got them loving the game of football. And all they want to do is hit somebody that's not wearing a Red yeah. Raider jersey in practice. And I feel bad for the kid at Wyoming that's going to be the one that gets hit by that. I think this is a major blowout. You guys are going to be you're going to be bored by it by halfway through the second quarter. So I'm taking I'm taking Wyoming to win. So we've got three of us one to know. We've got Matt, you sitting there saying they're 0 and 1 at Wyoming. Unreal. Unreal. <laughs> Now, <laughs> let's dive in. Let's we'll call it the first probably like real game. This is gonna be this is gonna be a major one, man. You guys, you're on Big Boy Fox. It's a mm-hmm. night game, six o'clock Central Time. So second half should be dark. Hopefully, everybody in the stadium is wearing black. That stadium will be Jones AT and T in Lubbock, Texas. You host for the final season ever in the Pac-12 before they head to the Big Ten. Now the Oregon Ducks. Tristan, I'm going to start with you this time. What are your thoughts on this game? Upset. I feel really good about this game. I think Oregon is going to be walking into a buzzsaw. I think that the Jones is going to be jumping. And I see zero way Tyler Shuck loses to his former team. That guy's going to go out there with laser focus. And he is going to upset the Ducks bigly. I mean, I don't think it's going to be a huge, big uh, score difference. But I think I think uh, Oregon's going down in Lubbock. Oh, big one. All right. Matt, how about you? Oregon Tech, who you got? Uh, I agree with Tristy. I think Oregon's going to go down. This is going to – and I was just looking at – did you – Joe, do you realize that they lost to Wisconsin 61-58 last year? Did they really? <laughs> I, but, yeah, well, I think – I never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Oregon's going to come in and like we were talking about earlier – coming into Jones Stadium is not like going anywhere in the Pac-12. It's going to be a different animal completely, and it's it can be jarring to a visiting team. So I expect to get a lot of that at night in Lubbock. Texas Tech gets the win. All right, Steven? I think the underrated part of this whole thing is Texas Tech is going through a stadium renovation in the south end zone. Uh, Oregon is going to be dressing out in trailers, and that is already confirmed for every away team that is coming to Lubbock this year. They will not have a locker room. They are going to be dressing out and getting prepared in a trailer in the parking lot. And Miami, know, the Miami method for their home. Yeah, the, exactly. The Miami method. And so I think Oregon is going to be taking a little bit of a step from their extreme Nike locker rooms to some trailers up in West Texas. Hey, nice trailers um, though, like Airstream. They you know? are, listen, they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine, but <laughs> no, I, I, I am very confident in this game, just like my co-host Tristan and Matt as well. Um, 
I, I, I think Tyler Shuck has shown that he has some dog in him that we haven't quite seen uh, until the last four games of last season. And he's going to come with the tenacity um, into this game. And uh, Joey McGuire is absolutely going to have this team ready for this night game in Lubbock because Joey's, I think, number one priority when he signed on to be the head coach at Texas Tech was to make Texas Tech the hardest place to play in the country. Um, and this is one of those games to do that. So, um, yeah, I would, I would absolutely predict a, a dub here against the Oregon Ducks and Lubbock. Yeah. I look at this as one of those like building games, which, which I'm going to take Oregon to win, but I I think it's going to be one of those games where no tech fan, except for your unreasonable ones are going to walk away from it being like disappointed in the results of the game like you're going to go out there you're going to show out you're gonna hit people hard you're not gonna make a bunch of mistakes it's just gonna be Oregon's gonna win the game you're not gonna lose it and I think that it's gonna be one of those types of games where you walk away from it saying okay like we're we're one step from where we want to be like it's kind of like you know it's like we are seeing the the foundation has been set. Now we're building on top of it. You just don't quite have the bells and whistles. And like mm-hmm. that's what that's what I think. And it's 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 one of those teams that that's like even though you lose, you build confidence for the rest of the year, which is what you guys will see in a minute for me. Um, so I'm going to take Oregon to win this one. That's my first loss of the year. So we've got Matt and I both at one and one. You two at two and zero. Oh. All right, so we're rocking and rolling. Just one more thing on the on the Oregon game. It will be great to have all of our new Big Twelve brethren like going ham for the Red Raiders. Oh, dude! You know? yeah. like, everyone is going to be all about the Red Raiders. There's so yeah. much with this game is like you have the whole like Oregon thing about going to the Big Ten, new Pac-12 teams, Tyler Shuck's former team. So it's like there's so much going on with this game. It's going to be yeah. great. Yeah, that's that's a great point on that one. So, all right, next up. We f- we have this one that also has a time. I think it's uh, no, you oh, you guys already have a, lot, a couple of times already for the year. Um, this one also at six p.m. Central Time. This one will be on ESPN Plus, though. Not a surprise. Again at home for you guys at Jones. You face off against the Tarleton State Texans, the biggest powerhouse we that you've got on the schedule probably. Um, Matt, I'll start with you on this one. Um, what do you think happens? To, is is this one that you got deep thoughts on? Uh, no, I don't think we need to go into this much. It's like, this is a Texas Tech win. All right. Tristy, how about you? All right, guys, I got three pages on this game. Bear with me here. <laughs> I've spent a lot of time in Stephenville, and I've done a lot of research. <laughs> um, uh, it's it's going to be a blowout. I mean, we're the, it's going to be kind of fun, you know, playing the brand new D1 team in the state, but. Yeah, you know, this is not the Texans are not going to be happy. Hey, you can get yeah. tickets as low as seven dollars on Vivid Seats right now. <laughs> oh, steal! Yeah, this this is one of those games where it's just like just be happy that it's yeah. uh, not a day game. Like that's because yeah. if it was a day game, there would be there would be fifteen thousand people there because it yeah. just be it would yeah. be hot and yeah, nasty. I agree. I've taken I'm taking Tarl or uh, Texas. No, Texas. Joe. <laughs> I was like, whoa, no. <laughs> Sorry, I'm reading the schedule. I'm taking Tech. Um, <laughs> Stephen, any? Am I putting a, a a plus or a minus here for you guys? We've had scares in the recent years against uh, lower level teams like Tarleton State. Uh, don't look at the Houston Baptist score a couple years ago with Matt They're Wells in the COVID year. Go. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, Texas Tech is going to take this one handedly. Tarleton, that like, I'm uh, sorry. 
Zach Kitley, wasn't he the offensive coordinator? He was. He was. He was. He was. He was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, was. Houston Christian. Apologies. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, now oh, Houston yeah, Christian. Oh, yeah, I forgot. They still haven't changed the signage off of uh, off of where their campus is in town. It's their football stadium is great. There's a CVS, CVS uh, like next. Yeah, door. there's a CVS. Nice. Your Pedialyte, real quick. You know, after hitting it yeah. to the tailgate. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Now, now's where we get into the fun part because Matt and I have picked every game on your schedule except for the Baylor game that's left. So we're just—it's going to be rapid fire for us. But I want to hear what you guys have. First up. Uh, you start conference play. You're going to head out on the road. You're going to go to Morgantown. We don't know what time this game's at. Heading to Mountaineer Field, facing off against West Virginia. Matt and I have both picked Texas Tech to win this game. Tristan, what do you think? I, I think we're going to win. I think West Virginia is probably the worst team in the conference or going to be, you know, clawing for one. Who knows if uh, um, Neil Brown will even be the coach at that point. I mean, or we might be getting him fired that game. Um, I think that what kind of scares me with that, he might be just going to go in all cannons firing, trying to figure, you know, just just to scrape together a respectable resume to keep his job. But no, nah, I think the Red Raiders are going to destroy West Virginia. Steven? I want to trust the climb, but I don't. I don't trust the climb. Uh, Neil Brown I, is donezo after this year, whether it's after the Texas Tech game or prior. Um <laughs> no, I think we take it in West Virginia. We've had their number even in a horrible tenure that was Matt Wells. We still managed to beat the <laughs> the Mountaineers. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a dub here for must for be nice starting. Yeah, yeah must be nice. <laughs> Sorry, Start Morgantown is haunted. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, so so now you got your one and zero in conference. Now you guys are both four and zero. All right, on the year, Matt and I both have you three and one. We're gonna. Head into the next game. You get to come back home for this one. Jones, it's at Jones, and you're welcoming in a former Southwest Conference foe. It's the first time that you guys have played them in a year. Um, so rematch of a non-con game from last year that will be a conference game this year. And uh the head coach of this team, Dana Holgerson, was clearly not over this loss from last year while he was at Media Days. He brought it, haunts it up him. it haunts him unprompted multiple times. Uh, but you'll face off against the Houston Cougars in Lubbock, Texas. Um, Steven, uh, I'll tell you guys, Matt and I both picked Tech to win this game. We both think you pick, we both think you beat U of H. Steven, do you agree with us or does Dana get his revenge? Um, I think this one's going to be a little tougher than what we think for Texas Tech. Uh, Dana has a lot of it. Uh, he wants to win this game probably more than he wants to win any game this year. Um, we also have Donovan Smith, probably the starting quarterback for Houston, coming in and playing his former team. Um, that's something to note. But no, I do think Tech takes care of business against the Cougs. They've lost too much on defense um, and not enough. Or they lost a lot on offense, too, but and not enough. Tank Dale, he's in Texas yeah. now. Tank Dell gone, Clayton Toon gone. I mean, they just have a ton that they lost, and I don't think their team's going to be good enough, uh, especially for a for a what I think is going to be a four and zero Texas Tech at this point. So, no, I think uh, Texas Tech keeps it going and starts off five and zero. Tristy, do you agree? I agree. I think I think Stephen has a point. I think it's going to be a hard game, but I think we take care of business as well. I think Houston again, another team. We we can start our conference really soft. It seems. I think both these teams that we just talked about are going to be towards the bottom of the conference when it's all said and done. So I think Tech has no problem starting five and oh, being five and zero at this point. Yeah. All right. So we got two five and O's. We got two four and ones. And I do want to point out that this game affected Dana so much last year that he not only complained about losing to you guys, but he blamed the Kansas loss on how upset the team was 
about losing to y'all. <laughs> sure. He said, go, ahead, go he, he off. Straight Dana. Up said that they thought they should have beaten you guys. And then that made them want to win the next game against Kansas so bad because it was another big 12 team that they tried too hard and lost to Kansas because of the, the tech game. Well, look, you got You got to figure out some way to talk away a Kansas loss. <laughs> so I understand. All right. Let, let's get into it. the real reason why everybody's here. We're dead in the middle of the year. So you guys, this is your sixth game. All right. We're at the halfway point. You're going to head on the road. You're going to head doo, 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 probably eventually lands. I don't know. I don't know what, how to get from Lubbock to Waco, but you're going to get on I-35 at some point. You're going to head to the Brazos River. You're going to walk into the shrine that is McLean Stadium. I don't care if you think it looks like a toilet seat. It's pretty to me. And you're going to face off against your head coach's old team, the Baylor Bears. Our head coach has ties to your school. Your head coach has ties to our school. It's just the way it is. It's the butt bowl. It's everybody's favorite acronym game that we get every single year. We've got two guys who think their team is undefeated. They're 5-0 and right now on this point. Do you guys get your first win with Joey McGuire as head coach? He's he's never beaten Baylor. Just want to point that out. Um, and all the years as Texas Tech's head coach, he's lost to Baylor and all of them. Tristy, does he finally get that coveted win against his former boss and Dave Aranda? Look, I know, I know you're you're defending the stadium by saying it looks like a toilet seat, but but Joe, the toilet's a very special place for me. So I I'm I'm I, I can I can just feel at home there, no problem, dude. I, that's that's my zone. Um, funny, <laughs> um, yeah, no, this is a really tough one. I'm having I'm really this is a really big point. I think this is a coin play game for me. Um, to kind of keep it interesting, I think we. I mean, I'm really struggling here, man. Um, Steven is Steven is like intently watching you, almost like he's judging you. My my, this is I think this is the hardest game on the schedule for me to judge. It really is. Um, but I, you know what? I'll say I say we we'll drop this game. I say right. we we come into we come into Waco high on fumes. Um, it's not ugly, but it's a slip up, you know. And uh, it, uh, uh, McGuire needs another year to get his former team. Workman, what do you think? So, looking at the schedule, I, before I get into Baylor, what do y'all think about your like conference schedule where it's like away game, home game, away game, home game? It's no like consistency. Yeah, you don't have one any streaks. Way, no, no streaks one way or the other. No, I'm I'm fine with it. I'm okay. I'm fine with it. You you'd like to have those uh, those two home games in a row to kind of get right if you're coming off a losing streak or something like that. But uh, no, I think this is kind of how it needs to be, how it always is away, home, away, home. I think we have a, a fine bye week uh, there kind of late October um, yeah. for us. So um, I, I'm pretty happy with the schedule. I, I obviously, I want to play Oklahoma state. That was one of the teams that we didn't get. Uh, we didn't get any of the Oklahoma teams to be honest. It's a travesty. You know. Yeah. So um fine with playing yeah. not playing the Sooners because we're ending off that series with a dub, but uh but no I I'll pick. I'll I'll this is <laughs> okay. gotta take it. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm back. He's back. All right, I'm back. Matt. All right, uh, Texas Tech wins. You're taking Ooh. Tech to beat Baylor. All right. Yeah. All right, Steven, give me your result uh, here. Matt Workman, known Texas Tech fan. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, 
I think because of last year, everything there was too much going on last year. You had Patrick Mahomes getting inducted in the Hall of Fame. You had Joey McGuire uh, getting going against his old team for the first time. Um, it was a night game in Lubbock. You had way too much going on. I think you got the Baylor curse, I should say, one-year curse, out of the way. And by the way, me and Tristan are going to be at this game. Uh, we hope to enjoy many beers with you guys at the yeah, tailgate. Yeah, you, you're going to be the guest of honor at the tailgate. It's already I, yeah. I, I'm thrilled about that. Uh, win or lose, I'm going to be happy to be there. Um, but no, I, I do have confidence in Texas Tech taking this one in Waco. Um, if not for me, for Tristan. All right, so we've got one Baylor Bear picking Tech. We've got one Red Raider picking Tech, and we've got one Red Raider picking Baylor. What's the other Baylor Bear going to do? Look, I agree with you. There was a one-year Joey McGuire curse, like a you know a Baylor curse for Texas Tech. It was a one-year thing. It's also going to be a two-year thing and a three-year mm. thing and a four-year thing. And it's going to be Joey McGuire could win four straight national championships, but he's going to lose to Dave Aranda Baylor teams. It's <laughs> just the we'll be one and 11, but we're beating Texas Tech. Um, it's it, that's just the way it's going to be. I'm sorry. I apologize ahead of time. So I'm picking I'm picking the perennial now because of the curse. It's supernatural power that exists above us. The butt champions will be will be Baylor. Um, it's it's out of our control. I'm sorry. It's, yeah. it's the cosmos has chosen this. Hey, um, it is a- what it is. AJ McCarty <laughs> likes scoring touchdowns in Lubbock so much. He transferred there. <laughs> that's true. That's true. He may not be eligible this year. I hope he is, but yeah, uh, I will say this. One of my favorite moments of media days was, you know, like when we were leaving. So it's the end of day two, you know, there's people are just kind of around the, I think Joey was still giving 60,000 interviews because he doesn't tell anybody no because that guy, he doesn't sleep and he doesn't run out of energy. But like most of the time, if there was a player around, there would be media like trying to talk to him, surrounding him. And Tyler Shuck was just like sitting Sitting at a table, table. just alone, just being like, I just, I want to go home. (laughs) (laughs) I'm tired and I want to get out of here. It was almost like, mom, stop talking to your friends was the face that he had. (laughs) Stuck at the grocery store. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we will move past the butt. We're going to go into the next game. As Matt mentioned, since you were on the road for this next one, it's going to be a home game for you at Jones. Um, you're going to be facing off, and this is your homecoming game, by the way. Um, you'll be facing off against the defending Big 12 champion, Kansas State Wildcats. Um, Matt and I, surprise, surprise, both picked Texas Tech to win this football game. Um, Tristan, who do you got? Man, dude, we have an issue with Kansas State. I we just cannot beat them. I swear. No. Um, and unfortunately, I think this is gonna be the the one home game we lose. I think I think we're dropping two in a row here, but it's okay. I think it's just a midseason slump, and I think we're gonna we're gonna be winning out from from here. So, but I do think I do think we'll drop to the Cats. I think the Cats are putting are gonna be really strong. Steven? yeah, I. I... I predicted we start off six and zero. I predict this is going to be six and one here with Kansas State. We they just have our number. I think it's some stupid like nine and one or ten and one in the last ten or eleven, and it's like come on. <laughs> there is no Deuce Vaughn, which makes me happy. I'm so glad I don't have to see that guy play against us one more time. Uh, but no, anytime Chris Kleiman is leading the team, I'm scared, and Kansas State is going to continue to be at least solid. 
um, for the next several years as long as he's there. So, yeah, I, I think this is a safe bet to put uh, put the Wildcats here. All right, fair enough. So we've got we've got positive Baylor fans, negative Tech fans. So you know, <laughs> hey, it is what it is. But you know, we're we're seven games in, and Tristy and I are both sitting at five and two. And now Matt and Steven, you're both sitting at six and one. Matt, you've got the boys on a six game winning streak after <laughs> losing to Wyoming. <laughs> the pollsters aren't going to know what to do with this team, man. Uh, you, you, you've got them beating Oregon. You've got them beating Kansas State on the road at West Virginia and Baylor as well. Like, man, you've got ooh, this is an interesting. Well, one. Do, once do. Wyoming hears that you call them coyotes, not cowboys, they're going to be pissed. Oh, <laughs> it wasn't us. Damn it, Joe. You're giving it. <laughs> Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> um, anyway, and at, we're at the point now where Matt and I have picked all these games. So this yeah. is going to be fun just hearing from you guys. So next up, you head back out on the road to Provo, which you guys are going to love. You're going to hate actually playing there. But it's a uh, it's a it's an excellent um, addition to this conference when it comes to a place to play. Just not even not even fan engagement wise, but just the beauty of where the stadium sits in the middle of the mountains. It's really, really pretty. Um Everybody that we know from Baylor that went to the Provo game last year had nothing but positive things to say about the fan base and the experience they had. Um, and then Did I they can give tell out you just like watch ice cream or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, they got they got their own dairy there. They serve yeah. these. I told Mark from our Daily Bears. I said I had heard a rumor when I was in high school, or I think it was when I was in college, that not only do they not serve alcohol at BYU because of the religion stuff, but they serve milk like in the stadium because if if you're unaware, like. Um, for like hardcore, like very like strict practicing Mormons, they can't have anything that would alter your mind. So that includes caffeine. Mm. So they don't have like normal soda vending at some of the places for some people. So I mean, the, the answer is yes, they do serve milk and ice cream there from their own dairy um, at the stadium. Anyway, you guys will head there. You'll play in Provo. Matt and I both picked Tech to win this game. So an, another another double Baylor pick here for you guys to win your first road game in Provo. Um, Steven, what do you think? Do you, are you going to go in? Are you going to conquer this? Or are you going to give them your second loss in a row? Well, what I know is that this is going to be a tough game for Tristan, because if you could put a secondary flair on Tristan, it would be the BYU Cougars. He is one of them in the big 12, as long as I've known him. So this is going to be a tough one for him, but, uh, no, no I do think, uh, BYU is not going to have the strongest start in the big 12. Um, I don't think they have the team for it this year. I think they're going to have kind of a wake-up call, um, and I think that's a good team to have on the road. And I know Provo is a tough place to play. They have a great fan base over there and everything, um, but I do have confidence that Tech's going to take this one. I dig it. I agree with you. Uh, all of your points, very, very valid. Tristan, noted BYU lover, um, what do you think about this game? I have wanted them to be the 11th team in the Big 12 for forever. And I just, I'm, I'm finally, this. I'm not kidding you. He said this for 10 years. Yeah. Like 10 years straight, man. I, and I'm finally vindicated and it feels so good, but um, no, I were they're, they're, They, they need an adjustment period. All right. Um, any, they're going to be, the, you're going to be like what TCU experienced when they came over. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's there's insert Mormon joke. It's just, it's not time yet. They have to wait. And it's just, <laughs> they have to go, they have to go on like a mission of yes, sorts to, of, to find themselves. Indeed. And they most must soak it all in. And, yeah. um, <laughs> and but until no, I, they hear the bagpipes play. Um, 
but yeah, we take care of business in Provo. Like, I, I just like, like we all keep saying, it's just going to be an adjustment period. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited to see what the Red Raiders play there. First game since the U of H pick that we all agree with each other. It's fun. It's fun. And nobody's picked. Nobody's got like a, a full on text. Everybody thinks tech's going to lose. So it's there's at least somebody being positive every week, which I like. I appreciate the positivity. Okay, now let's move into the game that you have to win for me. Um, you're going to, after BYU, first off, I'll let you guys know if you're not aware. You do have an off week, so you, you finally get yourself a break after eight games. That's a late bye week to have. You better hope that you don't have any early injury. Um, so that's one of the tough things about this here. Um, better than like what Oklahoma State has, though, where they've got theirs in like, I think, week four or something, and then they have that's to cool. finish the I, season. With, I, like, I always prefer a late bye week to an early one. Yeah, so... You've got a bunch of games, but now you finally get your rest. Then you head back home and you face off against the Big 12 runner-up and national runner-up, the team that wasn't able to bring home either of those trophies, um, the purple team from Fort Worth, the TCU Horn Frogs. Matt, you picked TC or you picked Texas Tech to win this game. I picked Texas Tech to win this game. Tristan, do you pick Texas Tech to win this game? Oh, another tough one. Um I think we get it done. I think the home environment will be great. Ah, yes. I think I think we'll I think we'll be ranked. Um, and I think the vibes will be very very high. I think TCU is going to take a big step back this year. Um, obviously, and they lost all their superstars that carried them to the championship. So no, I I think I think we get it done. Steven? um, there's a lot going on with this one. It's a Thursday night game. It's a night game. Um, that's a positive and a negative. I think, um, <laughs> TCU is always a tough game to pick if you're Texas tech and I'm sure it's an even tougher one for Baylor, but I, I, unfortunately I do not think the red Raiders get it done here on a random Thursday night in November against the Horn frogs. And I hope to God we win this game, but man, it's, uh, I, I can't predict a dub at this point. It's official. We are all seven and two. Everybody through nine games, we've got seven and two Texas Tech. It's because we're all really, really smart people. Like, of course, just, sure. Just we're all geniuses <laughs> here. Okay. Um, so we all we've all got seven and two. Respectable record, more than yeah. respectable, honestly. You're right. talking that's top 20, probably yeah. at this point in the year. Best season in years. And you're sitting there, and based off of you know who's seven and two record, matter eyes, we both you only have you one loss in the big 12. So you're set to go to Arlington right now. And even with two losses, you're, you're right up there where you guys are sitting. So we're going to head into the home stretch two out of your last three on the road. Uh, but two of them, I wouldn't say are against like the scariest teams in the world. This first one though, who knows um, might be some upset potential, a darling in the big 12, the Kansas Jayhawks. And again, this one's on the road at David Booth, Kansas Memorial stadium in Lawrence, Kansas. I'll tell you guys right now, I picked KU to to have this one as like a random one that they grab. Just like this is, I, I think on my podcast, I said that tech always has one of those stupid games. And, and it's not just tech. Everybody, everybody has their stupid game of the year where you go on the road. It's like a three kick, you know, it's like a three o'clock kick, you know, and you're just kind of like out of it. You're off. You, you turn it over. The other team is like a random onside yeah. kick that you're not prepared for. So I took I'm taking Kansas to win this one in a random one. Matt, you took Tech to win, you know, so probably smarter than me. Um, 
Steven, what do you think? Do you think you go into Kansas and you grab that that eighth win of the year? I do. I do think you come off of a of a loss against TCU in what I'm predicting, and you are mad and you're angry and you're going to go into Kansas and and beat the brakes off of them. I really do. I think you're gonna you're gonna beat Kansas. You're gonna take it all out on them. I don't buy into the Kansas hype as much as a lot of people. I think Jalen Daniels is a hell of a quarterback, um, but I don't think they have the overall team to compete with Texas Tech this year. Um, I think this one's a blowout, and I think Tech takes it. Yeah, Matt, you Matt had like Kansas at four and eight, and I had him at five and seven. So yeah, mm-hmm. we we this is a stupid upset loss, you know, that I've got on the schedule yep. here for you guys for sure. Um, Tristan, what do you think? Um, I'm with Steven. Uh I I think it's nice that we have to talk about Kansas now. It's it's really great for the conference to, you know, not have a Kansas anymore. Um, but um uh yeah, I, I think we go get it done. And I, but I'm with you, Joe. I think this is one that can get a little tricky. I think this, this one has that tricky spice just sitting there. So, uh, but I, I do, I do think that uh, we're going to be pounding on a, probably a very mediocre at best KU team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, it's not going to be the Kansas of old, you know, but they're not, I, I don't see them going bowling again. That's just what I think about them. But yeah. Um, all right. So now I'm, I'm the only one, I'm the nerd. God, I'm sitting here at seven and three. Everybody else is eight and two. We get to head back home. This is going to be your, this is going to be senior day for you guys. Big deal. Last home game of the season. Maybe a bit of a trap game, considering what comes up next to close the year. But you head back to Jones and you face off against another newbie. Your third one on the year. You played Houston. You played BYU. Now you get UCF. Uh, Matt, you picked you. You picked Tech to win this game. I picked Tech to win this game. Steven, do you pick Tech to win this game? I do. Uh, senior night, Tyler Shuck, Jalen Hutchings, Tony Bradford. Uh, you have an array of super seniors that have decided to come back for their final year. Uh, Dadrian Taylor, Demerson, all those guys. You take care of business on senior night against the first year power conference UCF night. Central, I should say, sorry, Central Florida Knights. Central Florida um, Golden Knights. Golden Knights, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I I think Tech takes this one. I think there's a, a huge fan presence in this one. I think we uh, we really take care of business against them. I dig it. I dig it. Tristy, what do you think? And then Are the Golden Knights from Central Florida going home sad? That Mickey Mouse team has no business walking into the Jones 18C Stadium. I, I think, I think, I think it's, uh, I think we win this game. But what if they're I there think, to help people with their travel needs to stay at a Hilton for another Tech away game? Uh, yes, of course. Um, okay, yeah, so then they're welcome in the stadium. Yeah, sure. absolutely. If you need um, more towels, you can always contact the UCF alum. <laughs> it's very cool of them. I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, no, I, this is actually the game I'll be making the pilgrimage back to the Holy Land. I'll be there. So it'll be kind of cool seeing an inaugural game. Um, but yeah, I, I think I'll be there and be very happy with, with that, what's happened. But I think UCF is going to fare better than everybody else with the newbie wise. So I think they're going to, I think, I think the, I think the Knights will go bowling for sure. Yeah. They, I think they have, they have the best shot at having a decent year. They, I am a bit annoyed that we are there. We are their first home big 12 game. Which oh yeah, that's that's be popping. Yeah. The bounce house will be bouncing. All right. Let's get to the second most important game on this schedule behind the butt bowl. All right. This is why I said it may be a little bit of a trap game for UCF, but we all we all pick tech to win. We're gonna close the year out 
And I forgot to mention the TCU game earlier in the year. That's that's already got a TV slot as well. That's one's on FS1 at six uh, six Central Time. This one, this one though, it pales and everything else pales in comparison. All right, if things go right, this could be game day, and they've already got this on the primest of prime slots, six thirty Central Time on ABC National <laughs> TV. The country's going to be watching. It'll be the University of Texas's final game in the Big Twelve. All right, unless they're going to the Big 12 title game. It'll be their last regular season game in the Big 12. At DKR, you guys get to be the ones that say goodbye to them. You've been playing them for a very long time. So every single team in Texas, Oklahoma, and around the country will be rooting for Texas Tech and the Red Raiders in this game, no matter what your schedule or your record is, no matter what their record is. I won't spoil it. Matt and I have already picked this one. We'll go through this one like a little bit normal um, because I'm sure people haven't listened to it yet. But Matt, did you t- do you take Tech or Texas to win in this one? What do you think is going to happen here? Well, you should know your pick already. Yeah, I am. Um... And you, I will say you've got you've got Tech sitting ten and one right now. Yeah, I well, this is going. Like... I think I do. Um... I do. I did pick Texas number one in the conference, so I think this is a good game. But I think it, at the end of the day, everything that we on paper Texas it should be the more talented team. They're just filled with you know five stars, four stars, um, and I think they take care of it at home. And Texas Tech drops their second or Big Twelve loss of the season. I think it has right. that. So you. Matt, you officially close out Texas Tech's regular season at 10 and 2. 10 and 2. One Big 12 loss. So pretty much a guarantee, yeah, not pretty much, a guaranteed place. Yeah. At Arlington in the end of the year. So you've got Texas Tech going. So you, you have now slotted them higher than where you rated them. You originally had them sitting yeah. there at 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 uh at the at third, but now this is going to put them at least in second place. So I'll be honest, I did that poll like in 20 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got a 10 and two Texas tech team. I'll go next. Cause again, I've already picked this game. I picked Texas to go 12 and oh, I have an agenda. Yeah. Don't worry. Um, but I picked Texas to go 12 and oh, um, undefeated, which means I did pick them to beat Texas tech in this game. I'm going to be very sad about it. If it does happen that way, I hope I am wrong, but that puts me at a solid. I'm glad I asked you guys what you thought success was on the year, so you shouldn't be upset with me. That leaves Joe Goodman picking Texas Tech in a very solid eight and four, um, six and three in conference. So very much a chance to be landing in Arlington, depending on how things go and how crazy this conference is. I think that's a good solid spot to be for third for third in the conference this year. But I think eight and four, and I do think I could be a little bit wrong. It's probably closer to like maybe nine and three. But that's that's where I'm sitting. Tristy. You've got your boys sitting pretty at nine and two. Are you taking a 10 win season or are you dropping one to the burn orange? I don't think it's hyperbole to say that this is one of the biggest games in Texas tech football history. Like, Oh no, it's it's higher. This is is fucking huge. Yeah. (laughs) This is gigantic to send the horns out on an L our most hated team in our uh, uh, totem pole. And uh, my brain is agreeing with the both of you saying that we're going to lose this game. That this don't um, listen. You got a stupid brain. It's a oh, dumb my brain. brain. Oh, it's it's real dumb, dude. I'm reading. No, but I tell you what, I tell you what, man, 
my uh my heart is saying something completely different. I think those boys are going to go out there and give it their all. And in heartbreaking fashion, we are going to barely nudge over the UT Longhorns with a field goal and send them to the SEC with an L on that scoreboard for eternity because we know they're never going to schedule any of us ever again. So it's going to be amazing. It's going to be Kirby very Hoka emotional. would make so much money off of just a picture of that scoreboard. You get Joey McGuire to sign 10,000 of them, sell them for a thousand bucks a piece. Boom. You, oh, you yeah. just bought a new locker room. All right. So Tristy, you're 10 and two. Look Woo! at you. And, and you, and you're, you're heading into our, you're, you got, you got, you got your team sitting at seven and two. That's a likely Arlington birth, but you guys mm-hmm. are going into the big 12 title game. We're like laughing at the Longhorns. You would be higher than anybody's ever been. All right. Jerry Garcia had never been that high. All right. <laughs> Steven, take us home. You like Tristy. You're sitting at nine and two right now. Are you, are you giving me a nine and three or a 10 and two year? Listen, the only way that Texas Tech loses this game is if Joey McGuire in the pregame locker room physically explodes his player's head. <laughs> with the pregame speech that is the only possible way the red raiders are going to lose this game Uh, y'all have hyped it up enough the this game is insane it's going to be the biggest for our fan base it's going to be one of the biggest games in texas tech history um texas tech is going to win in austin and we're going to finish with 10 wins in the season and go to a really really good bowl game um i I'm high. I'm high on this team. I think we're going to win 10 games, and I don't think we end off this season with a loss to the Horns. I'm on a Baylor pod here. Is this the biggest Big 12 game of the year? Oh, it's this or (laughs) – I think – I mean – Yeah, yeah, because because I think – They already slotted it 630 on ABC. Yeah, it's it's not only that. I I would say maybe no. If Oklahoma State and Oklahoma were supposed to be really good this year, or if yeah, yeah if they go get to Bedlam, then they're both yeah, like really Bedlam good. Bedlam is if they are both if they are both like ranked and they're both trying to play for a slot to get to Arlington to win the Big mm-hmm. Twelve, then Bedlam might be because it's like it's on some random like, Saturday. It's not even on like their normal day. I know it's not even the last game of the year. That's a good point. So yeah, since this is the last game of the season, yeah, yeah. it's it's mm-hmm. the biggest game in the Big Twelve. Yeah. It's it's the biggest game. I don't think it's hyperbolic to say this. I think it's the biggest game in Big Twelve history. Wow, that's that's you know that's I think in a lot of ways that's absolutely true. I mean, because like a long time it was probably UT. Even even the people that don't like you guys, like Mm -hmm. the battery throwers, like the the those the people that set those kind of rumors out there, the people that for some reason maybe don't like Joey McGuire, don't like Kirby Hokut, or like whatever it may be that they don't like Texas Tech. If they're not a Longhorn fan, they're rooting for you. Like A and M fans that hate you guys, that you hate, that you don't yeah. want rooting for you, are going to root for you in this game. Oklahoma is actually no Oklahoma. This may be the only game that Oklahoma ever roots mm-hmm. for Texas, just because they're going to the SEC together, and so they might want just that that double. Like, hey, let's go out there with a win. My middle um, fingers, yeah. And so that shows you how big this game is. Is this, I, I think there's a logical possibility that you might make Oklahoma root for Texas, which yeah. again, like that's how big this game is. So yeah, I don't think it's hyperbolic to say that. It wouldn't surprise me if y'all won. I just I picked Texas to go undefeated, so I had to again, so I had to pick one to beat you. Um, 
but we've got three 10 and twos man i like the i like the positivity around the consistency no i'm just like the dweeb that picked you guys to lose four games look at me i'm a nerd um <laughs> yeah and you know i picked two to two so i'm sorry about your six and six seasons <laughs> i'd be very happy about all of these records though that, yeah exactly we, about, you know imagine the like the the end of the tuberville days talking like being <laughs> the predictions yeah. we don't even like to bring him up yeah no <laughs> could matt wells count to 10 uh no he doesn't know you have four downs so matt, <laughs> matt wells is an enigma my man i like i don't know liar. i <laughs> <laughs> Matt Wells is I want to forget everything that happened <laughs> for those three years. I'm just happy that y'all don't have a coach anymore where everybody's like, yeah, but he's like really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Great, yeah. Yeah. He's got a great guy. personality. Great guy. He just <laughs> he's a really good personality. Yeah. Um all right. So I want the last thing I want to ask you guys. Um before before we let you guys rightfully pitch all of the amazing stuff that you do, tell me I want from from each one of you, and you can't pick the same guy. So whoever I pick first gets the advantage. And I'm gonna go any mini money. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Tristy because he's wearing an Amarillo hat, and I like that. Uh, go sod poodles. Go sod. Tristan, you get to go first. Tell me a player that every Baylor fan needs to watch out for in the butt bowl this year that we need to be scared of. Ooh, you know what? I got one perfect for this. Yeah. Baylor Cup, because uh, oh yeah. yeah, he's gonna show y'all who the real Baylor is. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Even though I picked us to lose, but yeah, you, you, Baylor Cup is gonna dominate Baylor. Uh, three hundred yards. Yes, just uh Baylor Cup. He needs to come to Baylor. He does. He does. <laughs> yeah, missed opportunity. Yeah, you should transfer. Um, all right, Stephen. Same question to you. Who? Give me somebody that Baylor fans need to be scared of this year. I will give you somebody obscure uh, if you're a Baylor fan. Cameron Valdez, backup running back. Um, Taj Brooks is obviously our number one, our go-to, our senior. I think Cameron Valdez is going to have a massive year. Um, I think he's going to break out as one of the better backup running backs, if not the best backup running back in the Big 12. And I wouldn't be surprised if Baylor's the game where he goes off. Um, So watch out for number zero, Cameron Valdez. All right, I'm going to throw one out for for any tech fans that might listen to this. And I'm going to I'm going to pick a position group that never gets picked for any of these. Oh I'm taking the door. I'm going to cry. Oh, Matt, <laughs> mute yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's crying at Matt's house. I don't know what's going on. But I'm no. going to take they're crying they're crying from excitement that I'm going to take an <laughs> offensive lineman as my guy wow. to watch out for in the butt ball. He's a transfer from BYU. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> we stole one, and you're coming to the Big 12. Uh, dude, dude's an All-American, man. Nasty, nasty offensive lineman. He's a fifth year. It'll be his last year. His name's Clark Barrington. His brother came with him to play for us as well. But we had we had a lot of departures in the offensive line last year, and um, he's going to be kind of our backfill dude um, that's that's coming in to kind of replace some of the, the stuff that we lost. And I think a combination of this dude who's like a full grown man, like I'm pretty sure he's like mid twenties at this point now. Um, Cause I think he had to go on his mission. So uh, he has a family. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like this is, he's a, he's a grown man and he's got Eric Mateos as his offensive line coach. So like, he's going to be 
just the absolute nastiest dude. So um, Matt had to step away. So I won't ask him who his, his scary guy is, but I'll just say also watch out for Gabe Hall. He's a big, large defensive lineman who can hurt you. So I love that you picked I'm, an O lineman. I, yeah, I love I, that. I will say, Joe, is this, is this an O lineman that's going to snap it between his inner thigh and actually fumble it, but yet the refs are going to save your butt and <laughs> no, uh, no, he's not a center. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Butt okay. fumble in the butt bowl. Yeah. The butt fumble. No, I mean, it wasn't a fumble. Oh yeah. Inner thigh fumble. Sure. 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 That's fine. Yeah, legally, legally speaking. <laughs> Um, uh, Steven plug the podcast a bit, man. Tell, tell the people where they can find you, um, and where they can find the pod. Do the Absolutely. Spiel. Absolutely. I'll do the spiel. Uh, you could follow me and Tristan on Twitter. Tristan's at Tristy Mick. Uh, I don't use my personal Twitter account, so just follow the podcast at talking tech pod. Um, follow the, the nation. They're great. They're, uh, we're part of the nation podcast network. They put out a lot of good stuff. Um, you know, along with other podcasts that we're partnered with Ramblin' Raiders, um, tailgate talks, all that good stuff. Um, you know, we, we're, we don't really, uh, we're not on Facebook. We're not on Instagram. We're, <laughs> we were on threads for a day and now we're not. Um, but, <laughs> and then Tristy, where, where can the people find you? That's where they can file the talk and tech stuff. Now that we've gotten through our technical difficulties, uh, Tristy, where can they find you? You can find me on X at Tristy Mick. That's where I live there terminally online. I'm one of those red Raiders. That is an absolute issue on there. And I hate myself. So find yeah. me there. You had a good meme today. I liked your, I liked your, your shit poster meme today. Thanks was, man. It, yeah, that's what we are. Right. Just a bunch of B tier. Yeah. Tristan, Tristan's been on more quantity over quality these days. He's going meme after meme after meme. And hopefully one of them hits the numbies. That's, that's <laughs> how it works, baby. It's called a grind. <laughs> I still can't get over the fact that the um, most engaged zeet that I have ever sent in my life. Um, I hate Elon so much. Um, <laughs> was was me spelling the word buttocks? Like I took the butt ball. That that I was a great out. tweet. That was a and great tweet. That one got like I think over two million impressions. It just spelling just buttocks. <laughs> it even got like stolen, right? Oh yeah, it so did. yeah, an account tweeted out the other day, but I, I think I, I ended up like my quote tweet of of his tweet got more likes. I ratioed him, as the children say. Um, Good work, <laughs> Matt. Where can the people find the Baird In podcast? It's on Twitter. I'm not going to call it X. It's X, bro. <laughs> it's on at uh, at the Baird In Pod, at and you can also pod. find it um, at the Baird In or the Baird In Pod dot com. Uh, post everything up there as well your your daughters have flustered you what's well, the the stinking dog getting out it's the dog uh, <laughs> well and yeah then, you know, it's your so, dog then they freak out and then i'm like he'll come back and then but they're what if he gets hit by a, it's just a whole big it's a whole thing <laughs> <laughs> well i'm glad that i hope the dog is safe now and yeah uh, he walked up to the car as i was getting into it to go find him that's a good boy. That's a good boy right yeah, there. Yeah, he's a good dog. Uh, you need to create uh, the dog needs a Twitter account, by the way. Yeah. Or should an X. You need your dog should be zeding. Um you can he's you on can TikTok. Also find me on X. I'm just waiting for the meme lord that is Elon Musk to like because everybody says they're on X now to change like some function of it to be like it's not a tweeting anymore, it's rolling. It's still twitter.com. <laughs> um it's still twitter.com. Yeah, it's still Twitter.com. You can find me there on Twitter, on X, whatever you want to call it, at the underscore Joe underscore work, uh, 
I almost said Workman. No, Workman. Uh, Goodman. Second so time happy this for week. you, Zoo. I know. Second time Second this week. Time this week that. We're getting married, Matt. <laughs> um, it's it's you have you have four letters in front of the we're, word man. Okay, we we're not the in same Utah, Joe. We can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> we're brother husbands. Um, <laughs> instead of sister wives, brother husbands. Hey, let's start that show. The four of us could go live in a compound somewhere. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> this this has gone of off the rails. Yeah, what yeah is it has. Anyway. <laughs> You know what? I'll say it. Uh, we 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 close we close our uh, our podcast every week with a certain term. Before we get to that term, I'll say you know what, Tristy Stephen Reckham Tech, Reckham Tech, go, Reckham go beat Tech. Texas this year. Do it. Hell beat yeah. up on them. Send them away crying. It'll make all of us happy. We've all got your back in that last game of the year, no matter what your record is. And then Matt, yeah. as always, sick and bears, sick and bears. Sports Social Podcast Network.